So Paula, I only have forty percent battery at this point because we talked for fifty five zero minutes well, before I we hot. I had hot gossip. You did, you did, and we honestly can't drop it on it the podcast. Everyone's kissing. I know. Crazy. They're all vaccinated, so all they want to do is French. <laughs> Uh, Josh, can you plug in your computer? Now, I don't consider myself a IT wizard, but can you plug in your computer? Uh, not and have the mic going. So Got it. Got it. So we need to speed this up? Yeah, we need to speed this up. We need to be Hello. done with <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And this week, we are talking happy. Josh, what's your Mount Rushmore of happy? <laughs> this is not what we talked about. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Here's a few pop culture references. We don't have Imachwas this week because we forgot to ask for them. Thank you so much to our everybody who helps us. And uh, we'll talk to you later. And until next next time, remember, happy. Wow. Are you you happy with that? Well, when you boil it down to the like component parts and really to like the the core essence of the structure of what we're doing, um, you know, we really have something here, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Being Earnest, a Very Sincere Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk about the earnest and sincere topics of the week. Topics uh, of the week. This, what is our topic this week? And it's not happy, Paula. What is our topic? Happy is a great theme for an episode. Lots of opinions on it. Uh, we're, we are getting topical this week because our topic is the tax man. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. Uh, For those of you who have not done your taxes yet, both of us, um, you check your with your states, but the federal deadline is now in May as opposed to April. I don't know what that means. You've got time. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, do it by, but here's the thing. Do it by April 15th. Do it by April 15th. Get your taxes in. We shouldn't have to pay taxes. We as a country have been through so much We have been through so much. I have not taken advantage of roads. I have not been taking advantage of bridges. (laughs) What has the government done for us except be a a real bee in my bonnet? Let's let's all refuse to pay. (laughs) Are you refusing to pay? Are you refusing to pay? We're all doing it, right? It's like a weird thing where like then everyone pays and you're the only one left not paying and the IRS (laughs) audits you. (laughs) Look, I'm not opposed to taxes. I think taxes are good. I think that we should all pay our fair share. Um, but also every time there's a little bit of tax taken out of my, uh, my paycheck, I'm like, maybe I should be a Republican. (laughs) I would love to see everyone come together. And it's like, when we submit our taxes, we also get to pick one fun thing to do with the money. So they're like, okay, we're going to fund schools, roads, you know, um, more PPP loans. Like we should, we should fund those important things, but then we also all get to pick a treat and it could be anything. Like we make, like the government makes one theme park. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like we all have to come together and it's like, we as a society can decide on something like really fun or we could decide on something that we need, but we all need to agree on it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) We need to cut this, but like how, uh, you know, Lori Lightfoot, asked us what we wanted to do with the budget and then completely ignored it here in Chicago. Yeah. Like that. (laughs) But it's like, it's like, okay, do we want the government to send us all like trampolines? Okay. (laughs) I will pay more taxes if we can all get a trampoline. Yes. 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 And you know, or, you know, do we all decide to do something good and important for society? Like a big garden. I don't know. But I think that 
you know what I like about this, Paula, is that it brings us squarely into um, student class president territory. Mm-hmm. Is that like government pre- government elected officials now have to be like, well, if you elect me, I'll make sure that the survey has pizza for lunch every day. On, yeah. <laughs> as a thing that your taxes can go towards. Yes, yes. And that's part of your IRS forms. You yes, got to exactly. check a box. Yeah. All submitted by sixth graders. All the topics. <laughs> yeah, you can't be, you have to be between the ages of 11 and 13. Yes, yes. Submit something. Yes. <laughs> Everyone gets a nice t-shirt. Everyone gets a pizza party. We make you know. a couple of the downloadables on Fortnite more uh, free as opposed yeah. to paid. Yeah. I mean, how remember that time that, and it was a, it, it did turn out to be a crappy gift, but remember that time that Apple was like, there's now a new U2 album in everyone's phone. And we were like, we don't want that U2 album. Yeah. No, the only people, no one wants it. I think it's that same energy, you know, mm. like, like the government says, thank you for paying taxes. And this year you all voted on a month of HBO. And then we all get HBO for a month. Yeah. I mean, you honestly, know? this is not the worst idea. Thanks. I mean, that's why they say I'm destined to be president or the head of the IRS. Yeah. Or both. Dream big. I mean, I think think we deserve a treat. I think we've been through enough and we all deserve treats from the government. Yeah. I think think it's nice. Like, it's just a little luxury thing that, you know, it's just a little bonus. Yeah. And I think what's nice is that the one of the options can't be more money in your return. It's no. like, no, 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 we're keeping this. The money is absolutely staying in the government. It's just yeah. you get to pick what one treat. So we all, we have to get the roads. We have to get all that stuff. But like, we're also going to take a little portion, a little baby portion of all the money. And we're going to buy everyone a treat. Everyone in the country gets a Kit Kat bar. Yes. yes. A fun-sized Kit Kat bar. You get a mail, you get the mail and there's a Kit Kat bar in there. Or maybe there's like a coupon to Dairy Queen. Go get yourself a cone. You don't get a blizzard. You you get a small cone, but everyone in the country gets an ice cream cone. Imagine the amount of money that corporations would pay lobbyists to be the corporation that could be on this survey. We Lobbyists ruin everything. And you know what? In my IRS, when I'm running this shit, you don't get to do that. You don't get to do it. Yeah, we, uh, we make a state-funded dairy royalty. <laughs> like an audit, all the brands exist, but then there's a state-run version of them too. Yes. this is communism, is what I, or socialism is what I'm now describing as state-run. Like, business. Everything's equal. It's all for one. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like instead of um, like we make an Amazon, but the government runs it. But it's called like Nile instead <laughs> of Amazon. Just another major river system. Yeah, I think this is really fun. Paula, what do you think the IRS office is like to work in? Most boring place alive. Oh, yeah. Like, I think, close your eyes. Open your eyes. Picture the most boring place on Earth. And I think it's that. Yeah, to me, it's the um, it's either from Parks and Rec, the mm-hmm. accounting firm that keeps trying to recruit Ben Wyatt. Yes. Or it's the the accountants from The Good Place, the people who, like, do the, the, the points. Yeah, or like no one's allowed to have it's like medium Janet. There's no there's no yes. you're not allowed to have an opinion and everything has to be gray tone or khaki tone. Yes. And I think there's like a couple. I think there's one guy who they call the jokester of the office. And they're like, they're like, we have so much fun working here. 
Greg is always up to something. And I'll tell you, Greg has like one, uh, what are those called? The pop, pop vinyls? Pop, those little vinyl big heads, guys. Funko Pops. I think that it's like, they're, they're like, Greg's kind of the prankster around here. And he has like four Funko Pops on his desk. And they're like, we can't get enough of him. Yeah, I think Greg almost signed up for uh, for the level A Second City improv class. Yeah, but he did it. And everyone says, once you do, you're going to be starring there. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and I think you have to get Subway for lunch every day. It's legally required. Subway has worked out a contract with the government. There were yes. a lot of hoops to jump through, but. And you, you still have to pay for it. You don't get it for free. Oh, no, and, no, no. Uh, and I also think they don't celebrate individual birthdays. They do a birthday each month. Mm, a group one. And then yeah. there's, they it's go, the same cake. May birthdays. Yeah. It's the same jewel Osco cake every time. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a bummer. Paula, I wonder if just to, to build on your idea, Maybe it's not just Subway that they can get for lunch. It's only like mall food court kind of places that you can go to. So it's mm-hmm. only, you know, like Sabaro. Oh, yeah. Or a, uh, what's the what's the fast food Chinese place? Oh, Panda Express. Panda Express. Yes. Uh, I do think mall food court food, It, and maybe it's because I'm from a really small town. It just feels so special. You know, it feels like a treat when you get mall food court food. Hmm. Interesting. To me, it feels like, ooh la la, Auntie Anne's, Orange Julius. Oh, the best place. <laughs> uh, it was always like a, when we could go to a mall, that's very like 13, 14 year old Josh for me. Yeah. Like you hit up the, um, you know, you're hitting up the American Eagle with your friends because there's nothing else to do in your town. And you're like, oh, I've got some spending money. I'm going to get myself Subway or whatever it is. Okay. So obviously this is super related to the tax man, but I have to know if you could plan a perfect mall food court meal, what is it? Like, and I, food court, but I'll let you go to different places. Mm, Drink, Drink main side dessert. Dessert at a mall? I'm sorry. Have you never heard of Auntie Anne's pretzels? Have you never heard of Mrs. Fields cookies? I have to be totally honest with you. I've never had the desire to go to an Auntie Anne's in my entire life. Maybe a Cinnabon, but a like Auntie Anne's. I've never gone by and been like, that's a thing I really want. Oh my God. There, you can get a cup of pretzel dogs and they are so greasy that they truly taste like they have been soaked in gasoline. And I would eat a hundred of them a day if I legally could. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, I want like the lesser fast food stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. I want a, I want a Burger King or like, or I want like, the local version, like the the like off brand local version of a of a like fast food burger, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, or like a place that would have a what is nominally called a cheesesteak, yeah, but like it isn't in the slightest yeah, a cheesesteak. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, some chopped up burger meat with cheese on it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just all I want. I want to like, I don't want Taco Bell, but I want the Taco Bell style experience where there's four ingredients and they've just rearranged them on the menu to make something that's nominally different. 
Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. That's a good, um, I mean, that's, that's kind of a non-answer, but I'll accept it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, also curly fries, anywhere that's going to have curly fries feels Arby's. like very tied to the mall or like a Roy Rogers, mm, like one of your that. like artisanal, uh, fast food kind of food court kind of situations. Now, um, are you fami- familiar with Kenny Rogers roasted chicken? I have not. I, I've heard of this. I've heard tell of this, but I haven't. Actually. It's no longer around. Okay. Famously was in a Seinfeld episode when I was a kid. I was in a Kenny Rogers roasted chicken commercial. Really? I was on a radio commercial for it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, just like a quick, you know, an, an Anchorage quick one, but still. You think that's where mom, everything started? My mom won a contest and we got to go to lunch with the radio DJs. Wow. <laughs> and they recorded me saying how much I loved Kenny Rogers roasted chicken, baby. <laughs> do you get and a they free use that clip? Do you get a free roasted chicken every time you go to this defunct restaurant? Uh I'm imagining I you know what? I don't, but what I kind of am thinking is it is it is now my destiny to reopen Kenny Rogers roasted chicken. Or do you it's think it's roasted, you- right? It's not r- roasted. I think it's roasted. This is your story. Okay, well, it is. <laughs> it is Kenny Rogers Roasters. It's not Broasters, which I thought it was for years. Because uh, as it turns out, Broasters is not a word. Yeah, I mean, well, well, you broil and roast, but I don't know why you would do that. <laughs> oh, it is still, there still are 156 locations including one in Dubai kind of seems like the main place for it. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe you could just go up to Kenny Rogers and be like, you remember that ad from Anchorage, Alaska that brought in as much, uh, that allowed you to build your roasted chicken empire. Two things. <laughs> one, I'd like one. And two, how do we feel about broasted? <laughs> <laughs> Let me pitch something to you. I was like, for years I've been saying Kenny Rogers broasted chicken and it just, has a way with words. So I think, I think it just sounds beautiful. Off of the tongue into the heart. I think you should change your name. I don't think it matters that you've got 150 plus of these and you'd have to change all the signage and all the menus and everything on all the websites. <laughs> Broasted. It, you made a, you made a, res, a mistake, Mr. Rogers. Roasted chicken. For years, I truly thought there was roasted chicken, there was broiled chicken, and then there was broasted chicken. What is absolutely wrong in my brain? It's like chicken for for the for the broskies. I don't know. Like sometimes I just want to like hang out with the Saturdays are for the boys, and the boys eat roasted chicken. Saturdays like, are for the broasted. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like oh well, I couldn't be caught dead cooking, but if I'm broasting, I only grill or roast. It's the only masculine ways to make food. For 25 years, it never occurred to me that I'd never seen broasted chicken on a menu anywhere else. Now, Paula, I think that our next project <laughs> is a cookbook of terms that don't exist. Broasted chicken. Yeah. Roiling. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the IRS is a total snooze fest because the Secret Service exists. And that is a smash fest. Yeah, because the Secret Service, yeah, is like what? It's part of the IRS? Like it's technically within that part of the government or like some other like under the treasury or something? Yeah, because the Secret Service's main thing is counterfeit, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and you know they are a party crew. 
Yeah, you know, they're just like doing rails every yeah. <laughs> every it's, lunchtime. They think that uh they think that uh Wolf of Wall Street is for whips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm imagining them walking through the IRS and be like, hey Wolfowitz, freaking nerd, and like flipping <laughs> over the entire cubicle. <laughs> they're just yeah, I bet that is a fun place to work. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so you have to have like everything. Um, unfortunately, I'm sorry to break this to you, but everything has a high school dynamic. Uh, and so, you know, they're they're the cool kids. They're the cool yeah. kids, unfortunately. Yeah, and there's no bouncing back. There's no glow up for the IRS. That's just who they are. Yeah, right, exactly. And so you have to just dig deeper into who you are, ultimately. Yes. yes. Well, I think that the IRS is like what we think the office, the environment from the TV show, the offices, which is like very boring, very like business casual. Mm-hmm. And then the secret service is what the environment from the office actually is, which is constant kissing, constant hookups, drama city bleep fest, you know? Yeah. Well, so yeah, this is, you know, you have to feel for Toby at a certain point on The Office because, like, the amount of HR violations that are happening in every single episode of that show. He's getting it, too, though. You know he is, and they just didn't show it. <laughs> you know that, like, that's what they showed on The Office? There's all sorts. He's he's kissing Phyllis in the closet, like, you know, in the supply closet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paula and I aren't dumb. Like, it's a comedy show. Of course, it's not like a real office. What? (laughs) But That's me walking out. But honestly, how different is The Office from Love Island? Or any of these (laughs) other, like, dating shows where they just drop a bunch of... um, It's like, instead of dropping a lot of hot people into a place so that they can all hook up, it's like, let's drop a bunch of comedians in a place so that they can all hook up everyone's hooking up. Yeah. And then there's like drama there. Essentially it is love Island, but with more giant printers and less bikinis. Yes. Right. (laughs) But just as much tension, just as much sexual tension, raw unfiltered sexual tension. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit less alcohol, but still quite a bit of alcohol. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, because also if you think about The Office as a documentary, they're they're technically only showing the best parts of it. Right. Right? So how much other strange on the side do you think is happening? Oh, yeah. didn't make a cut. And that's like what they allowed to happen in front of the cameras. Yeah. You know, like what about those after parties? Because you know they were having them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What's Kevin doing? And, you know, this, this documentary aired on public access is I think the premise. It wasn't like a HBO documentary that they were making about the the American office. Oh, it was like a... I think it was for like a PBS. I mean, obviously we know it's like an NBC show, but like it was a public access, I think. The premise of the whole thing, why there's even cameras there. Yes. So it's like, you know they had to bleep stuff out. You know if like that's what they got away with, they had to have been like, well, we can't run this on PBS. Yeah, right, exactly. There are families that will watch this. Yes, yes candle i'm just looking for the guy with the big tits and the nice ass that's my favorite line on love island of all time (laughs) and i think i've never seen love island but i feel like i understand it just from your impression of that i love it this this uh the they interview this guy the british love island is way better they interview this guy 
immediately, like his first line. And they're like, so what are you looking for in like a woman? And he goes, oi, I'm just looking for the girl with the big tits and the nice ass. <laughs> God bless him. And he found it. He did. He yeah. Yeah. That's the secret. <laughs> he manifested that with his mind. Yeah. 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 Um, Paula, how do you feel about sales tax? Hey, bad. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I am, uh, you know, Minnesota does not have sales tax. It's one of the very few places that doesn't, which is why Mall of America is there. So, uh, it was quite a shock to my system when I moved to Chicago. And it's like, if you look at the price of the shirt and it says, you know, $20 in Minnesota, it's like, okay, so get, get a $20 bill out. That's what you're paying. But in Chicago, it's like, okay, this is $20. So get ready to pay $39.95. You yes, know? All the, Cause yeah, there's so many local taxes, things like mm-hmm. that. Also, I did not know that that's why Mall of America is there. Mm-hmm. And also, what a fucking tasty tidbit and a little like microcosm of the American experience that the Mall of America is in the place where the government mm-hmm. of America is not taxing anything. Yeah, you let say. <laughs> now, can I say something? And I want to say to our listeners, I need this to be a safe space. <laughs> I need this to be cone of silence, only us, only me and Josh and all of you listening. I do love Mall of America. I do. You know, I'm a Minnesotan. I have to love Mall of America. I do. <sighs> but I think that, you know, it's a good mall, but I don't know if it's the best mall. Josh just hung up. <laughs> It's a good mall, but it's so big. I don't know if you've been. The Mall of America is, it is literally like five floors. And we love the activities. Full amusement park, movie theaters. We love all that, right? hmm But so many of the stores are repeats. You know? Like, they're like, there's 7,000 stores. But what they don't tell you is that 250 of them are Forever 21. <laughs> So it really is like in some ways it's as if they glued together a bunch of malls and, and like there are some repeats. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I've never been, so I don't have a strong opinion about this. Well, that's my hot take. Well, so let me, let me argue this just having never been there, but only breaking down the words. It is the mall of America. Sure. Not the, best mall in America. It's a, it's supposed to be in an artistic sense, a reflection of these United States. Yeah. And you know what? I kind of wish they would lean into that more. There should be one store for each state. Oh, interesting. They should be like, like Sir Latab, welcome to Louisiana store. You know what I mean? Like every state gets to pick one store that represents them. It doesn't have to be from there. Ooh, so what is the Minnesota store, though? Oh, now, is this a thing in Massachusetts? Minnesota is obsessed with stores that are called, like, Welcome to Minnesota or, like, 10,000 Lakes and more. Like, stores that are just Minnesota-themed and you walk in there and it's a lot of things that say, like, live in that lake life or, like, it's cabin time. And oh, yeah. I mean, Massachusetts is the same thing, but, like, it's, like, Revolutionary Road. Or yeah. like Minuteman so, marketplace. I mean, so I assume every every state has those. 
I don't think that that should be every state's representation. Cause like, who's going to go in there and be like, who's going to go in there and be like, Ooh, the Nebraska store. Like, no, they get to pick a retail shop. Could be from their state. Could just be one that everyone agrees that they like. It could be, what is that one store? Like white house, black market. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like a luxury woman's like fancy store. Like, Mm. Yeah, it's like a fancy clothing store. Like, Nebraska could be like, our store is White House Black Market. Okay. It has nothing to do with Nebraska, but that's just what they pick. Do they get all the proceeds from the sales there or a certain no. percentage of the proceeds? Okay. No. Well, but there is, a, there is a flag that hangs outside. Sure, definitely. It's like the Epcot of just oh. America. <laughs> you know, that actually would be way more fun. Like, I do like the theme of every, like, it doesn't have to, it's just a store they like. It doesn't have to be based there. But it would be really fun if they picked, they were like, we have this really cool store. We have this really cool restaurant, whatever it is. And it's in the Hall of States. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be really fun? Yeah, I mean, Massachusetts would still choose Duncan in all of these situations. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But wouldn't that be really nice? It's like, if they were like, oh, in in Topeka, there's one, there's this little sandwich spot, and we all love it. And there's two locations. Topeka and the Hall of States. That's representing us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, is it an elected position, ultimately? Oh, <laughs> I think it is. I think it is, but I think it's a 10-year, 10-year, 10-year. You get a, te- yeah, you get a term and yeah. like, but then there's a question. Yeah, yeah, but then. I think that is way more fun than just being like, all right, well, this is the 14th, like, you know, Abercrombie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God, there's so many Abercrombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wish they would lean more into like a these United States kind of thing. New Hampshire also doesn't have sales tax. And because okay. the the East Coast is so small (laughs) like everything all the states are much smaller um what we would do is any large purchases we would drive the like 25 minutes north into nashua nashua new hampshire and nashua new hampshire is a an economy entirely based off of having large stores and malls uh (laughs) that serve massachusetts clientele who are coming across the border to buy large purchases and not have to pay sales tax. Like we'd go to that Costco or we'd go to like, how far is the drive? It's like for us, it was like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. Not bad. Not bad at all. And so um, we'd go there. Like if we were buying a TV, it's like you go to, you go to Nashua, New Hampshire. Yes. They're White House black market. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> um, but there is a chain of stores in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and the original one is in Nashua called Jordan's Furniture. Okay. And Jordan's Furniture has jumped the fucking shark. Why? So it's a furniture store. It's kind of like a furniture outlet. It's not your, like, Bob's f- discount furniture kind of situation. It's like they've got nice stuff, and it's a wide range of things, but it's like kind of like your, um, you know, you could get kind of like West Elmy kinds of things, or you could get like a leather couch. It's a wider range. It's more of like kind of sure. your every man's yeah. like whatever you're looking for. And there's a wide range of various pieces and they got popular over the past, you know, however many years, right. There are like four or five of them in the new England area. They have full on food courts. It's a <gasps> full experience. There's dipping dots. Multiple, most of the IMAX theaters, when you want to see a movie, are at Jordan's Furniture Stores. What? 
Like, do they show regular IMAX oh, movies yeah. or are they just about like recliners? No, no. <laughs> it's like you could go see Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League at an IMAX theater in a Jordan's furniture. What? It's like a destination. Yeah, it's a full-on day trip destination. I love this. They also ran every year, they run a deal, which is if you buy a piece of furniture and the Red Sox win the World Series, you get like 50% off or something like that. And so it totally hosed them a couple of times in the last couple of years. But what? most of the time, it's it's fine. What? I'm fascinated with this. Oh, my God. If you look at pictures, it's just like a neon paradise. Yeah, it's like a small amusement park that also nominally sells furniture. Oh, Josh, why are we not here right now? I'm looking this place up on Yelp. It looks like there's a full theme park. Yeah, one of them has a theme park. Yeah. It's a theme park where everything is made of beans. It's called Bean Town. <laughs> Oh, we're moving in. Because of Boston. We're moving in. We're moving in. (laughs) I love it. Wow. I think every place should be like that. Every place should have something else to offer. (laughs) Yeah. It's like you do one main thing. Yeah. And then you should have one other experiential piece. Like imagine if like the IRA, like if they DMV also like had a trampoline park. See, I love that. And I think that you and I have had a lot of really good business pitches this episode. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, a lot of projects that we could take on that aren't the podcast. <laughs> I think that's going to do it I for think us. That's gonna, also, Taxman is a song by the Beatles. I think that's going to do it for us. Yeah, I was about to say that, too. Yeah, we we have to say it. We talked about the Beatles last week. This is not a Beatles podcast. Not anymore. <laughs> Since they kicked us out. Um, they Peter bested us. Yeah. Thank you for listening for another week. We so appreciate it. Uh, It's time for our weekly signature segment, Earnest Moment of the Week. That got more intense as I went through it. You were, you were screaming. I I saw you gripping your chair, (laughs) screaming it. We have an earnest moment from superfan Steph. Yay. Hi, Steph. Steph says, so I'm sitting at an outdoor cafe with a friend. Oh. And this French bulldog puppy <gasps> escapes from her owner and runs under our table. Oh. We start awing about the puppy, and the owner comes over to pick her up, and we have a short conversation about how cute the puppy is and how she's so mischievous. Oh. In the background of all of this, there are two guys at another table, and the one that was facing us wanted nothing more in life than to be interfacing with that tiny puppy in that moment. The longing on his face was so evident and he got his chance about 10 minutes later when the puppy escaped again and he jumped at the chance to call her her over to his table and all was right with the world. That is so sweet. I think that um, puppy jealousy is like such a real thing when like a puppy chooses someone else to pay attention to and you're like, no. Puppy envy. Thank you for sending that in stuff. That is such a good one. And also what is more earnest than a little baby puppy? If you have witnessed an earnest moment in the past week, in the past year, whatever, and you want to send it to us, you can do that at beingearnestpod at gmail.com or we're at beingearnestpod on social media. Or I guess you could write us a letter 
to our P.O. box. Just address it to Josh and or Paula. And it's P.O. box 25321, Chicago, Illinois, 60625. I'm going to write a little song about it one day. Mm-hmm. P.O. box 205017. That's, that's not the name of the, that's <laughs> not the P.O. box number. See where it ends up, though. The, the way that I remember it is it's 25 and then 321. There we go. That is not really a helpful way to remember that. Well, it you're goes like, down. You're, you like, know, you're like, order. the way I remember it is <laughs> the I number. remember the name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and kids, here's a little tip to help you remember how to spell geography. It's G-E-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y. <laughs> and I remember the multiplication tables this way. One times one is one. One times two is two. One times three is three. One times <laughs> Thank you, as always, to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. Thank you, you Ryan. You can follow her on Instagram at RBCruiser. And thank you to Dylan Dutch for our beautiful theme song. He is everywhere you find music (laughs) under death love. What did you want me to say? Well, you said thank you to Ryan, and I was hoping that you might say thank you to (laughs) Also, thank you, Dylan. (laughs) And listen to death love. That's That's his band. His project, I guess. It's him. And until next week, just remember, it's not the mall in America. It's the mall of America. Come together. Come together. (laughs) Hot speedles again. Yeah. Bye, everyone. Have a good week.